Hey, sisters. Hey. Hello. How y'all feeling? Well. Blessed. Lovely, blessed. lovely. Well, I come here today to give y'all a good word for this evening or whenever you're listening. And uh, it comes from a brother by the name of Davon Franklin. I think you guys may have heard of him. Yes. yes. You, they can't see you shake your head. Yes. <laughs> <Talk about> some, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I was listening to his word. He was visiting. This is one from back in August of last year, or maybe two years ago. It doesn't really matter. Um, but he was visiting his brother's church, who I didn't even know was a pastor as well. And the word was about obedience and how we have to remain obedient to God. Or, you know, if we take the definition of obedience, it's just being like, I don't want to use the same word, but uh, listening to authority or taking heed to authority, right? So for those of you that believe in the power of Christ and that authority would be God. So he pretty much just preached on that, like being obedient. You can't be concerned about your finances. You can't be concerned about all the other issues, whether it be relationships, love, um, you know, prosperity, your future, and all these things when you're supposed to just be obedient to God and what he asks of you and being a good person and doing what you're supposed to do, and those things will come. So throughout the entire word, I just was like, felt like he was talking at me because it was just like, you know, don't look back and don't don't even really be pressed to look forward because all of that stuff is written for you. Um, and after I was looking at my account, I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, what am I going to do? But I, honestly, I didn't say what I'm what am I going to do? I just had to thank him in advance for what he's going to do, because like this is probably like the lowest I've seen my account in a very long time. So I was just looking feeling down at a point because I'm like, okay, I need gas, I need food, I need to do this, and a third. But I thought about it, I'm like, well, I have gas today. I'm mm-hmm. going to eat today, you know what I mean? We have some food. Right. So I can't be worried about what's going to happen tomorrow when today is okay. And those are the okay. times when it comes right through. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be tomorrow morning, somebody's going to bless you. Or something's going to happen at work, somebody's going to feel led to do it. And it's always when you go ahead and do what you, be obedient, you go ahead and do what you said, what you're supposed to be doing, and that's when things fall in line all the exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. And that's exactly what... Davon Franklin was saying, or Pastor Davon Franklin was saying, he was just like, you know, you have to be obedient. Um, and that's just in anything. You can't keep asking and asking and asking God for love when he's already said that he's going to give you, you know, who you need and who you want um, and what what is destined for you and your path. Uh, so if you were coming out of a bad relationship or you coming out of a bad situation, um, be it abusive or just like things that just aren't seemingly right for you, don't worry about that because he was setting you up for something better. Um, You coming out of a bad job situation or you don't like where you are right now, he's setting you up for something better. He had to get you out of that situation so that you could focus and have some clarity on what you need to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, If it is your account, your finances or whatever, you say you want to buy a house this year, you want to um, move out of your current situation, He's setting you up for something better. We have to realize, too, like somebody today um, was texting me about how one of her old old niggas was, like, hitting her up, talking about, I still love you. Child. I said, that's a foot. We're going to touch on that later. That's a We are going to still touch on that later. But also, um, she was like, I hate that I ever loved that retard. I'm like, and I immediately was like, you know what? 
you can't say that. Don't hate yeah. that you loved him because you did love him. You still have love for him. You just have to be thankful that you experienced that situation. So now that you know, moving forward, not to deal with no shit like that. Yep. Like, not to deal with somebody who's And it's the same thing, like, applied to everything. Everything mm-hmm. is a lesson. You're learning, you're growing. And that's something that you have to look at because I had to stop myself as far as me saying, oh, 2018 was shitty, da 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 I went through this, I went through that, but then I stopped and, like, took a second back, like, okay, what did go right? You know what I'm saying? Because of all of these bad things happening, hey, I was able to get out of debt. I was able to, you know, get some things in order. I was able to clear up some mind space, if anything else. So you have to think about what did you gain from a situation. Exactly, right. exactly. And that's the main word. But just to stay the course and stay obedient to God and like what you know he has for you just know that it is for you um you really do have to just remain I mean obviously aside from remaining faithful and and being faithful to him and his word remain obedient like if you're not supposed to be having sex right now don't have sex if you told yourself this is the top of the year um happy new year to y'all but like this is if you told yourself that you weren't gonna be doing certain things and then you find yourself doing it like one of the things he pointed out was like he was supposed to be working out um, and like being serious about his like fitness and his health. And he ended up in an environment where they were giving, I think it was like maybe a flight or something. They were giving out like these warm cookies mm-hmm. and he was so tempted. He just smelled the cookies and he was like, you know what? I'm just only going to eat the outside of the cookie. I'm not going to eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not right. I've never heard that in my life. But <laughs> that's I'm how just it like, always But is, you know, though. and I, I remember. I, that triggered me because I'm like, I literally did that last night. Like, I ate this little nut of butter thing that I did not need to eat at 3 o'clock in the morning just because I'm having the munchies. Like, no, you said you wasn't going to eat it and you still ate it. You said you was only, only going to eat one of them. You ate both of them. No discipline, no obedience. And a lot of times, <laughs> I'm weak. No obedience. Outside of, outside of fitness and eating right or whatever you said you were going to do. That's just an example. Uh, no, 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 that's good. But And that's so real, too. Um, but a lot of times those things will come up just to test you for real, for real. Right. It's gonna, right when you I said, feel. oh, I'm about to eat right this week, then they they giving out free donuts at work. Of course. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right when you said that. So it, they it, give it is They give out bagels always. and pizza at the Planet <laughs> Fitness. <laughs> they sure Why y'all do that? It. That's terrible. So bad. Yeah, but anyway, it's I just, never understood that. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, like, don't take behavior. my money and, and pay for that shit. Like, they just want you to stay there. Right. Um, but yes, be <laughs> obedient and um, just stay the course. So that's the word for today. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Yeah. That's Thank it. You. Right. That's it. I felt it around this pumpkin spice candle. <laughs> that's I felt that. It. Yeah, pumpkin spice. Maybe it's just a salad I'm smelling. Oh, no. It's like something in the oven, too. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. Some fish sticks or something. Hey, girlfriends. Not fish sticks. <laughs> All right, well, hey, girlfriends. Hey, girlfriends. Hey, girl it's Sammy. It's E. And it's Neek. And we're back for another episode of Girlfriends Podcast. How y'all feeling? I'm feeling good. Good. How you feeling good. Feeling great. I'm feeling pretty positive. Feeling good. How are you? Some positive things yes, happening nice. in life right now. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Things going up. Yes, finally. Elevation. It's been a long elevation and expansion, you know. Mm -hmm. That's my phrase. Uh Okay. Let's get it. Let's speak it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Who are y'all WCWs this week? You know, we like to start off with a good woman inspiring us. So my WCW this week is um, Lauren Underwood. She is. Bro, you took mine. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was funny. So we're sharing it then. Nika and I WCW this week is um, Lauren Underwood. She is the youngest black woman in Congress. Um, she was just sworn in. Um, all of them were just sworn in earlier this week. Um, but she's 32 years old. Um, she's a nurse, or she was a nurse, because now she's a congresswoman. Um, but she graduated from University of Michigan, shout out, um, and Johns Hopkins. And she's representing Illinois' uh, 14th congressional district. And shout out to Lauren. Um, I feel like she kind of flew under the radar, radar, like I'm just now hearing about her. I mean, I feel like we've all... We always kind of hear about, um, I just want to call her AOC, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, yeah, yeah, we always hear about her um, and a couple of the other um, women. You know, women who have been you know, sworn into Congress recently. Um, but it's just refreshing to um, hear this about Lauren. I hope that she does well, and I hope that... Um, she continues to incite change. I mean, this is not her first foray into politics um, because she was appointed by President Obama to like help um, with um, uh, implementing the Affordable Care Act and stuff like that back uh, when he was in office. So shout out to Congresswoman Underwood. Underwood. Yep. Yeah. And she, all the other. She's a jail uh, of all trades. She's yeah. um, actually a registered nurse as well. I think yep. that's what I saw. Yeah. No, I was oh. was trying to get to your web browser, but go oh, ahead. sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that was both of ours. Go ahead, thirty-two, doing your thing. Right. That's only a few years down the road. So I, mm, I can only sis, you 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 been on your shit, sis. right? Well, you know, yeah. imagine since we're still, you know, I guess on our political tip right now. Uh, I was actually going to make my WCW Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Um, just because it, I like the way that she, uh, I didn't know she was from Baltimore. Mm -hmm. um, just because I, I like the way she commands the room. Like she has a very good presence. Um, I didn't really know much about her. Um, I mean, she says some really things, so a lot of things that I don't agree with. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not right. saying like I just like completely inspired by her but I do think that she, when she makes a stance she makes it and like she's very um assertive in her own opinions and I can respect that about anybody um and you know just being a woman in the house she's appointed to house yeah. speaker so that's awesome shout out to Nancy Pelosi yeah girl she um she held her own a few weeks ago or last year what the fuck what is that? Who is that? Listen. Ew. But but she did say some wild shit like all lives matter. That's what I don't yeah, yeah, agree she with. Said but that shit. She's white, so mm. and they don't get it. They don't think they don't get it. And apparently some yeah, black folks don't get it too. Lines. Yeah, niggas be skating on them lines. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. What the <laughs> fuck? I mean, no, yeah, I clearly been on Amanda Seals page too much with her little jingle. Songs. Mm-hmm. Block report and spam. I mean, Who is that? Been, I be hating with these little bots. Um, follow me on Instagram. If you're not trying to send me no bundles, don't follow me. <laughs> Listen, they trying to send them all right. If you just weird, don't follow me either. Like, the fuck? Um, block report. What were you saying about Pelosi? Um, no, if you are like uh late last year so weird um to be saying last year still um but she and i believe it was chuck schumer um 
who like I think they're both like the top ranking like Democrats in the House. She's in the House and then he's in the Senate. Um, and they were um, having a meeting with um, their president. And it was like a, I don't, you probably saw it, it was like a back and forth. It was supposed to be a closed door meeting, but then they got there and all the press were there. Mm. And yeah. I feel like I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And like Trump was, Trump and Chuck Schumer were going at it because it was like two New York niggas like right. arguing. And then Nancy Pelosi was like getting her little jabs in too. She was like, he's not like, you can't explain stuff to somebody who doesn't know anything. <laughs> like, exactly. like she, yeah. So yeah, that's what that's mainly why. And then we yeah, were she holds dominating her own when she when she needs to. Not we, but the D- Democrats uh, ended up dominating the House at that right. point. So it was just like a cool thing to see, and also just that she is very firm to her beliefs. So I admire that about her. Maybe not all of her views, but. Yeah. Shout out to our WCWs this week. Yes. Um, really making a mark in the political realm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but moving along, there's been a lot to catch up on with y'all on. We know we missed y'all last week. Yes. So we are back and happy to be talking to you now. So what y'all been on? We got a lot of new shows um, out, new movies, new content out. Um, I'm, I'm kind of sad. Have y'all been able to see if Bill Street could talk? I no, haven't I haven't yet. I haven't had the I, time. I really but I heard it yeah. was amazing. Me, Me too. too. I keep hearing that. So I really want to make sure um, that I get to go see that. So that's one thing out there that y'all should take a look at. Um, also, I was waiting to see the show The Masked Singer. Did oh, y'all see it? I wasn't, it? no. I don't Did y'all see is. it? I didn't see it. Okay, so basically it's a show. It's just a fun show. Um I guess you would call it, not a game show, but anyway, it's people who are already famous and they are like dressed up in costumes that have like something to do with their image or their past or something like that. But, or maybe it doesn't, Some in some cases it has something to do with them or not. But anyway, they are like in full costume and there are judges and they try to guess who it is behind uh, like the mask. the mask. So it's it's hosted by uh, Nick Cannon. It's just a, just a fun little show Come on, to jobs. watch. Exactly. Nick Cannon, booked and busy. Um, but yeah, it's just a little fun show. Um, I think like Robin Thicke, um, one of the girls from Pussycat Dolls. Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. Um, the only girl from Pussycat Dolls. Right, basically. Dolls. Right. The, the, pussy, the Pussycat Doll. Um, uh, I can't think of the other two, but I don't know if the judges switch up each week, but they're, yeah, they're guessing who's behind the, the mask. Mm. So. Who's been on there? Who's been behind the mask? So basically, if the way it works is like the person who's in the who's voted in the bottom, then they have to unmask themselves. Uh, so there's people who continue on who you don't know. So like when uh, they talk, like their voice is like, you know. So it's like dancing disguised. with the stars for like celebrities, but yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes it's celebrities. No, and sometimes singing. it's celebrities who like you may know them for fashion, but they want to be a singer, or you may know them for. So they're singing, but you can't tell their voice. I don't. Understand. Yeah, you can't. You don't know who they are. So it could be somebody just from like. What are they doing to Vegas their voice shows so you can hear them? I mean, they're singing. Like oh, you've okay. never heard their singing voice. But you never heard their singing voice oh. most of the time. But some of them can really sing. Like some of these people is like oh, okay. So they're just celebrities. They're not artists. Right. It's both. It could be both. But yeah, they're uh-huh. just celebrities. Um the guy who was He's unmasked. To guess was, them. Um okay, so they give you clues before they come out. Like, you know, just like it's just different clues um within like a little video clip mm-hmm. with them in their costume to kind of give you clues about them. And so they're like trying to guess that along with uh, 
So if you just their mu- music choice, and then they may give a like a clue afterwards. Mm. So if you guess them right, like do they get to a chance to guess after every performance? So what what happens is the audience and I think the viewers uh, they vote uh, between because it's like each round. I think it's three rounds. Each round the the two people who are masked, they're basically going head to head. So they say, do you want the hippo or the unicorn to move to the next round? So the whoever's in the bottom three, then whoever has the lowest has to unmask themselves from each round. Uh, well, not from each round. Whoever has the lowest out of all the rounds. It's only one person cute. who gets unmasked each time. It's worth watching. It's original. You yeah, know I, I just thought it was a yeah. neat concept. Yeah. And it's, if you watch it one time, you see if you like it, you don't. Fox low-key been coming with the game shows, though, mm-hmm. because I really enjoy... Um, Shazam. Yes, B. Shazam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx is a good host. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And he was hilarious. able to pull his daughter his daughter in on the coin. Child got her job. What's she okay. doing on it? She's like, so first they had a girl who, in hindsight, she probably wasn't an actual DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, like a pretty girl like to, you know, press play like on the songs and stuff. Um, and then she, that was first season, and now his daughter has that job. So Facts. Bring her on in. All right. Yeah. Okay. I feel it. What else y'all on? Um, there's a new show on Netflix that people have been talking about. I just you? watched it. Mm-hmm. I just watched a little bit of it. Yeah, it's really creepy. I said I was going to start because um, it has, a, I don't know if y'all watched Gossip Girl, but Dan from Gossip Girl is like the main character. Um, so that's interesting because he was stalking people in Gossip Girl. Oh, he's stalking people I mean, you. well, Dan, Dan, was, <laughs> Dan was Gossip Girl. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry if that ruined it for anybody, but it's been it's been years. Dan was a gossip girl, which literally just made no fucking sense. But um, because half the time he was talking about himself and putting his business out on the street. Yeah, but in the show he's also a stalker. See, basically, well, so he meets this girl and it's basically like love at first sight, and he becomes obsessed with her and try to figure out how can he like get next to her and get her to like him. And so she does, you know, from him kind of low key. Find, well, he finds out all this stuff about her, but then also low-key, um, yeah, stalking her. Um, he, like, kind of run, runs into her, you know. Mm, I got to watch it, yeah, because I've and literally. And so, you know, I've he ends up, like, crazy. saving her life one night while she was drunk because he was basically following her. Mm-hmm. And so she actually, you know, gives him a chance because from the first time they met um, at his job, which is a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And so. Of course. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't get through it all the way, but it's like. It's kind of shows you like her perspective and his perspective at the same time, and I don't know. It's interesting, but it is very dark. Mm. Interessante, interessante. Um, I haven't really. What have I been watching? Really, not much to be honest. I've been listening to some things though. Um, I said this on Twitter, but I really have a bone to pick with Apple Music and Spotify because why is "Grown Woman" by Xavier yeah, Lamar not I saw on that there? On Twitter, but I mm. like, didn't realize it was gone. It's gone, and like you know how you just like I want to hear the song, and then you go and you can't, and it's like bugging you. Like it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Um, but no, um, I've really been enjoying Twenty One Savage's album. Of course, like holy, um, with the exception of maybe like two songs. Um, but I really enjoy it, and I'm loving the direction that he's going in, where he's really just taking music seriously, and. You can, I mean, it's paying off because you can see that he's actually talented. Like, yeah, I enjoy his Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, his Breakfast Club interview. I watched it and it, it made me kind of sad, to yeah. be honest. 
because like, I cry sometimes. Yeah, I cry sometimes. And I was yeah, like, I'll like, be crying too. <laughs> me too, man. I'll be, be crying, crying sometimes too. Um, but you could tell he's just been through a, a lot. And, you know, even when um, Charlamagne was trying to encourage him to, like, go to therapy, he was just like, that I shit been. don't work. I've been, that shit don't work. And, you know, I think hopefully, or my hope is that, you know, somewhere down the line as he, you know, matures and gets older, that he gives it another chance. Because, um, I mean, yeah, like he said, he'd be crying sometimes. But, you know, I feel like he's seen a lot. And, you know, maybe it would help. So I just think that that interview is extremely important for men to feel like it's okay. Like, you yeah. see your favorite rapper or boy, young boys, mm-hmm. teenagers who are growing up seeing that. And even, like, because, like, my sister's generation, I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, my younger sister's generation, she is a freshman in college. They love 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. So these kids really are influenced by him and him even saying like you know i've lived this and i'm rapping my truth but i'm not encouraging y'all to do this shit yeah you know what i mean like yeah. him saying stuff like That's that so important. and he was like, a lot of these rappers are talking about shit they never lived before i live this and i'm not telling right. you you know to do it but i just have a story to tell and i'm gonna share my story yep. it's just like you know what tupac was doing he, he reminds me honestly a lot of tupac not in the sense of lyricism not going there with that but just in a sense of like actually being able to translate what he was dealing with mm-hmm. or what he's dealing with um, to a song, to a song that catches people's attention and, and captivates people. Definitely um, similarities there. And also just to know that like he genuinely, I feel like he stumbled across rap. Yeah. And he said that, but it's always like that kind of with a lot of these new guys. But he's yeah. good. Like no, Lil Baby literally stumbled mm-hmm. on rap. <laughs> Twenty One Savage, I think, had an inkling to do it mm-hmm. or like cared about it, you know. And but I think once he realized like people like was actually fucking with it, he was like, oh, okay, bet. You know, there's yeah. some truth to it. And then like even him talking about being more like open and honest, um, and being more like you know the fact that he's out completely out the streets. You know, yeah. like I'm completely out of the street, so now I can talk. That made me feel yeah. good too. So I just think it was important for young boys and just for young kids in general, because like a lot of times people feel like they can't show their emotions or whatever. And the fact that he's that one thing, him saying like, you know, I be crying sometimes. I feel like was extremely important yeah. to just anybody because you feel like okay, this nigga crying too, like right, or goes through stuff, and he processes things. Especially, or the, you know, his friend had passed away yeah. and stuff. Especially for people who come from the same kind of background environment. and environment um, that Twenty One Savage has, like I'm pretty sure that was great for them to to watch too. Definitely. If they have. So, shout out to him. Um, that's really it, bro. I just been working. Same. Any yeah, other I haven't really listening to anything. Your scooter came out, but I ain't really got tapped into that. Um, I don't have my phone on me right now. That's just why I can't really scroll through. But nothing. I haven't really been listening to anything new. Chris I've been listening Brown's to little. Oh, he had, he made a single. future. Also released a song that was not good. Yeah, sounds like everything else. And Chris uh, Brown's song sound like everything else too. Yeah, like but I he, like this song. I do. I, I mean, it's I like just because song. it makes me think about the song that was sampled by. Uh, I like. I the, love your smile. Yeah, I like the I choreography song though. Whose like, song is that? Uh, well, it was made popular by uh, Shanice. Shanice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, but he sent, he always samples in his songs. He yeah, always, he does. Yeah. You know, it, he been making the same song for like the past, like the same three songs for like the past ten years. Like, and that's that's no lie. I Not love even. him, but yeah, we said it before. We just want him to mat- mature with his music. That's all. 
Um, the dream. I don't know if we talked about this, but we the dream. haven't talked about the dream, and that shit's actually pretty. Decent. Yeah, it is. I um, can't get. I haven't gotten through. He dropped like three. Yeah, damn volumes. It's, it's of like music. forty tracks. Um, damn. Yeah, or like forty something. You didn't hear about it? I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, no, I didn't see it. And and I'm a dream fan. It's I called, feel like he's so slept on all the time. I don't he think is. he slept on, bro. Mm, yes, he is. I don't think he slept on. He's create everybody knows he's written everybody's favorite yeah. song. Everybody knows that he just was yeah. never the artist because Th- that's what I'm saying. The dream is in terms of his yeah. like content he slept on. True. Yeah, just like Neo. I I don't think that he slept on though. I just don't think that he's like a star. Like he's just not a, the. He's I not think Neo usher. is more of a star than yeah, Dream, definitely, though. definitely, yeah. definitely. But like because he reached like a whole another yeah. bag. But the Dream, like he didn't have that appeal, and I think he didn't even want to like push himself in that way either. Like you, if you want to be the star. You gonna have to. He was just like, okay, I can do this. I feel mm. like a lot of all his yeah, releases is like, like, I can do this, mm-hmm. and yeah. he's very or like I can arrogant do both, in that way. He's yeah. a producer yeah. and he's a writer. And this, and this, this he's project though, had a bag. But exactly. yeah, as far as just a lot of his older projects too, like a lot of people don't really identify or know. Like the dream is that nigga. He I is. think in this project though, he was very, very arrogant. He was, yeah. Um, he was like, yeah, niggas, I do this, but I just right. don't like the whole like I'm gonna release thirty thousand songs like Roscoe Dash did yeah. recently. Like no one's listening to that. The Dream People's people have been listening span, to like, his full. That's something you put on if you like cleaning up the house, you're going on a road trip or something. You can listen to that shit because it's forty tracks. But I haven't sat down and listened to the whole thing. Yeah. I just yeah, I've been same. starting from the top every single time, and I never get through it. I got through like a little, like halfway through the second part of it. It's mm-hmm. called Menage a Trois Sex Tape Volume 1, 2, one, two and, and 3. Yeah. Um, so I've gotten through like half of Volume 2 and, you know, it's some, it's some dope songs on there. So Yeah, it's pretty fire. I'm not going to lie. Byron put me on, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's pretty lit. Shout out um, to friends that put you on music. Hell yeah. All y'all niggas. I'm going <laughs> to put you. Um, also, I'm trying to think what else came out. I don't I feel know. Like it's been really Kodak, were y'all yeah. able to get into the Kodak? Nah, I don't really listen to Kodak, but yeah, I, I don't mind fan, Kodak, honestly. but I didn't listen to that in particular. We already, I feel like we already touched on Evil Genius. Yeah, yeah we, we had. It's actually dope. Pretty fire. <laughs> this is actually really dope. Thank you again, Thank friends you, that put you, you on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the music tip. But um, speaking of things that we've been watching, obviously everyone has been. Freaking watching Surviving R. Kelly. Yep. And um, I did not watch the final episode yet because I just like my heart couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, But I've talked about it previously on this podcast. um, And now I'm just like, fuck it. I'm telling my truth. Uh, not my truth. I've never been touched by R. Kelly, Uh, by the way. Praise God. Um, Thank you. Amen. (laughs) I'm not a victim uh, or survivor. Um, but no, I did meet him and I did witness the cult behavior, the cult-like behavior. And I've told both of y'all, as well as this podcast, like what I saw and what I witnessed, what I experienced. Um, but that the women were afraid to speak, um, not even afraid, but were trained to not speak. Um, I don't know that they were afraid. Uh, they were very disciplined to just like keep their heads down. If they ever needed anything, they had to go through him or his people. Um, doesn't matter in a work situation, in a work environment. Um, but yeah, the f- point is that the women are definitely 
trained and that they do exist and that some the women that I saw look to be very old um not very old and like that sounds bad but like older older they weren't like young girls um they look like one girl may have been like a younger girl but the ones that were like in this uh place of business they were older and I feel like that is an indicator of like maybe them, them being around for a long time um and they didn't look like his what the beginning of his story uh and if y'all watch the surviving R. Kelly, what some of the first few survivors look like. Like well, the very young, light skinned or like petite gorgeous, petite. Yeah, like th- they didn't look like that. They look like they had been through some shit. Okay. So like these women have probably and this is 2015, 2016. So very yeah. recent. This shit is still happening. And I just will start with that. Yeah. That that's, it's real for people who think it's not. Right. That's what they touched on last night um, in the final episodes, kind of like what he's been doing as of late. Um, and yeah, because I saw in the preview they was they even went back went, to the house. The yeah, they house. went back to the house Shit. in Johns Creek um, and had one of the girls who was older. So we kind of get into um, like you really start to see like just how, I mean, the whole thing just tells you how sick in the head he really is. But you really start to see, okay, you go from going after young girls, young black girls, um, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old, um, hell, 12, because he met Aaliyah when she was 12, um, which is, so you go from that and to the like, other girl. And, a, and the other girl, like, the, um, Sparkle's niece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, crazy, bro. Crazy, all, bro. Go ahead. Crazy. Go ahead, e, I, no, everybody, I'm going to say this. This is us leading into the sip, by the way. This is the sip, this okay? Is the sip of the We're here because it's I've been waiting hot. to go to fuck off about this since whatever, whatever this shit started. And y'all know how I, the fuck I feel about that devil. Um, but everybody in these situations fail these black girls and these black women. So many enablers. So many enablers. And I'm talking about from the parents. Thank you. From the people around R. Kelly, from the label, everybody, the fans, because people don't want to believe or people are so brainwashed to think that, you know, or that this isn't happening and that we're just trying to tear a black man down. And, you know, from people thinking that, well, I mean, I don't agree with what he's doing, but I'm just, I'm still going to listen to the music. Because the music's still good. Because the music's still good. You fail it because you, you're, you're streaming his music and you're providing him with his, the funds. His, his music spiked substantially today right. but after this. Which I understood because Why? people, I think, because Curiosity. of what we find out in the first episode of how these, some of these songs are linked back to people in situations like we find out you are not alone is about a girl who was seven he was dealing with who was 17 who had a a miscarriage um you know and stuff like that it was a different girl that had yeah exactly a different yeah so we we find out i think people are going back and trying to To listen listen. to these specific songs trying to connect the dots just listen just watch just read the lyrics lyrics. y'all can read we know our kelly can't um just read the lyrics yeah like it's just everybody failed these young black girls. I think a lot of, I think that we first can talk about the fact that someone failed R. Kelly to begin with from seven to 14 years old. Like, I wish that the documentary, I know, first off, I just found out today that the documentary was produced by his ex wife, who I don't fucking fuck with at all. 
She, her Andrea. ass, Andrea ass produced this documentary. The whole thing? She's a producer for the documentary. Oh, she's one of them, yeah. Well, I'm okay. sure she's not the only producer. Yeah, because it was she really Dream Hampton. Um, well, she's like spearheaded, but yeah, she's, she's one of the producers for the documentary. But as soon as that was over, with, she's on live, like singing his song. Yes. Um, and before that, was on Access Granted talking about she's still, you know, a Kelly. You know, it's, it's just a lot to unpack there. And I feel like she was one of the enablers. But then also to the fact that I think that they should have explored more on the fact that R. Kelly was molested from seven to 14. They kind of like just grazed over that. And they talked about his younger brother, you know, mm-hmm. how he went to R. Kelly saying, like, you know, I've been molested, I've been raped. And R. Kelly just kind of brushed it off, yeah. which I think is crazy. But you being molested from se- for seven years of your childhood growing up in Chicago. Like, I think that, that that in itself needs to be explored. Obviously, he didn't want to speak about any of these things. He, did, right. he didn't want to be pressed. But I just feel like that should have been more talked about because there were so many people that failed him. And even his choral teacher who was on the yeah the episode, and she said, like, how he had the, those behaviors. Why didn't you, like, as a teacher, I don't know, just, like, from my friends who are educators and who are very invested in their children, and if, if they see talent, my sister, if she sees talent in a child, she's going to immediately want to, like, explore that. Like, maybe I should go and talk to her, their parents, his or her parents, and see, like, what's really going on at home. I think that your child has an issue. Very talented, but he has a sexual aggressive behavior. And granted, I'm not blaming the choral teacher or anything, but I'm just saying there were so many factors. Like, why didn't anybody ask any questions like this? boy is starting to like this shy timid boy became this like aggressive as teenager like where did this behavior come from why are you acting like this all of a sudden you're talented but we're not going to negate the fact that you're acting like a head you know it's just it's not there's that part that troubles me about who he is and why he feels the need to exert that much power that doesn't i'm not it defending him it doesn't excuse no yeah because it doesn't yeah. because i mean there are plenty of people unfortunately who have been molested who don't turn out to the to do the sick shit that R. Kelly has, is but there, doing. But there are a lot of people who do... There, So with with people who have been molested, and which is a very, a lot of fucking people. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people. But they're, they're, they either become hypersexual sexual or, you know, hypo, I guess it would be hyposexual. Well, I don't know what the opposite of They either are very sexual or, or not. not. Yeah. Right, period. So that with that being said, that it could be on the scale of R. Kelly or to like his seven year old self, very timid, where you just like I'm, I don't want to have sex at all, like I don't want to be touched. Yeah. So I I don't think that, and I, and I hate that everybody is like this is a thing in the entertainment and the music business, like they pray after young girls and pray after young people because they're naive. It's not just the music business. This is our families, like people's cousins, uncles and brothers and dads and stepdads are doing this to young children. This is not just a music problem. This is a family generational problem. The reason why R. Kelly has ruined so many women's lives. He has ruined that girl, that Hispanic girl, the first one they kind of talked about, who does you are not alone was about yeah. she lost her whole life like you she was a budding talent you thinking like and that's why i kind of just don't i don't know if the parent is the parent not going you 17 you have this dream and you really want to be this singer or whatever you're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do at 16 17 years old i was finding a way to do whatever whatever i wanted to do around with my I mean, mom yeah, that's and what my we parents. saw with okay. a lot of the girls okay well so let me just step in really fault? quick 
I do blame the parents a lot. I'm I'm, I'm not giving any excuse to R. Kelly, but there's no fucking way at 14, 15, I was able to just be gone by myself and up and leaving by myself the way this is. And a lot of the situations that I've seen, very much so after the fact, in the later years after he had a court case, is I'm not saying that I don't feel sorry for them, but at the same time, it's like, the parents are wrong as fuck. I really, a lot of the situations look like you clearly was like, on some almost pimping your kid type shit. Sparkle is dead fucking wrong for even introducing to to know that she said that she saw some of this activity beforehand. So you go and introduce him to your niece and your family. I understand like, okay, it's a money thing because she ended up saying like, you know, her brother was um, the drummer or bass, or bass player or I thought guitar. Bass. On guitar. Bass, yeah. Okay, so bass. Anyway, but still for you to see this activity and then you introduce your niece and have her around and then have him with her by herself. I blame, she didn't, I blame the she didn't know. She didn't but my, know. She clearly said that she saw it beforehand. But she didn't behavior. know that, that he was going to be. She didn't know she that. Was gonna be like, when she said she went to the studio, yeah, she, was, she, was, she was shocked to see her niece there by herself. That's why she said but she yeah, asked still, her, still, like, yeah. how did you get here? I still blame the parents. Though. There's no way at 12 and 13, 14. Then also the parents who were, I don't know if you saw, I don't. I think it was like the last two episodes. It's kind of like, oh, well, I let her go up there and I let her. I, I get it at a con- at a concert. No, you know? her as parents. Bl- yeah, I blame are dumb them. As fuck. I will yeah, say that. I blame I'm them. Sorry. And then also the girl, me. the girl who said, oh, um, I met him during his court case. Yeah, no, she was a she was a super fan. She was, she was skipping a fan. school. But my thing she is, was a fan. I don't. I she was it. a fan. I don't think that fan, that has anything to do. We also. I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I'm not saying. And I'm not saying that they deserve that treatment. But at the same time, it's kind of like you. you I don't know. We you're are, putting yourself. This man is at a whole court case, and you're following him every day. You. You yeah, see. I what think he's that situation was for. different. But I do mm-hmm. think that for the younger girls who were in the situation for whatever like reason being yeah. be it that you wanted to chase your dream or whatever i'm not gonna a i'm not gonna blame the pippin i'm though. not gonna blame the parents in every situation because not some every, because most. some most teenagers go out their way to go do shit that they want to do anyway so for the parents that are coming in hindsight and even sparkle i'm not gonna blame sparkle because at the time she was just trying to put her niece on like she didn't think r kelly was gonna do no shit she did say which is what i think you're talking about that um, she recognized like he was egotistical and power, like power tripping, which most men in the industry tend to do. But she didn't think it was on no sexual shit. Well, no, but but I think people were so angry at Sparkle because she told a story of how she was at the house, heard knocking, and he was ignoring it, knocking, knocking, knocking. She's like, okay, like, do you hear somebody knocking? And this and this is beforehand. She introduced her niece, and this is Andrea. Oh yeah, knocking the wife, the wife, on asking, the, the wife asking if she could yeah, come yeah. out and eat food in her own house. Right. You know, so if and you then see, on to Andrea too. Right. I mean, but back it's to no the parents. It, I think okay. we have to consider the fact that all of these girls come from very different socioeconomic backgrounds and some a lot of these girls didn't have the parental figures in their lives you know to to enforce those types of think about he was he was getting girls from chicago right from the south side of he He knew knew exactly who to target he knew exactly you know one of the employees uh who was you know disguised because they know they could go to fuck to jail for for doing all of this said it themselves you know he preyed on girls and women who were weak. You know, mm-hmm. he had his way of testing you and figuring you out and stuff like that. So there are certain situations. When I say 
people failed these girls. Like, I mean, just there are so many people, parents, the community, teachers, like people who really could have, you know, just been like, what? Where I think you the you know? main people who were enablers in this situation were his the assistants, staff. his security, Absolutely. the people that were around R. Kelly, his wife. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, yeah. he was locked up in the house. You know what the okay, fuck is going knew. on in your house? You were dancing with him for years prior to y'all being a, a situation. I don't want to hear that. I feel like she's a liar. Like, yeah, that, me as that well. part, the, the, the documentary, the reason why a lot of people are like, you know, feeling discrediting. or discrediting it is because of people like her that were involved in saying certain things. And then the security, I'm sorry, but the security, the older man who was like his assistant or whatever, he, he was pissing me he off was pissing because me off. he was laughing in between saying certain things. And it's like, bro, like, like you're smiling, talking about like he's reminiscing, like he reminiscing on the old days. Yeah. And it's like, no, you sat up here and you, you, you at, first of all, if you ever need to ask a grown man if he is dealing, messing around with, with a, a teenager, that's too much speculation. There's already something wrong in the water there or whatever. So for you to ask him to lie to you and say no, and then him to come back to you later and say, oh, we think she's pregnant. And then your first instinct is to say, okay, well, let's, let me forge these documents or whatever to marry this child to this sick motherfucker. And you've known about this the whole time. Like, it's just, y'all used to go and get the girls for him. Like, it is just so ridiculous how little our livelihood is matters, matters to people. People don't give a fuck because they are black girls. You got, mm. you got folks up here in Chicago Police Department telling this man when they gonna come and do wellness checks because people don't give a fuck about black girls. Mm. That's crazy. Okay? Like, it, and it's, it's disheartening. It was a lot to watch over the course of three days. I almost wish that it was a weekly thing because <laughs> they it, it was out. very emotionally draining. Yeah. Like, every night I had to sit up here and just, like, cut on some super happy shit <laughs> or, mm. or, you know, or just, you know, not watch anything at all because it, it was, was a lot, lot to take in and to digest but I just I, to, and to see people now to see some of these men on social media you know defending him making jokes and all this other stuff it is just bro, just just say you hate us and move on right just I, say you hate us and move on and then I'll stop putting all my energy into into trying to lift up black men and trying to you know protect them when y'all get gunned down in the street or whatever just say you don't fuck with us and move the fuck on and i'll stop fucking with y'all too because this is just ridiculous i feel bad for or i feel for rather not bad i feel for people who have been abused because this was very triggering for a lot of people Absolutely. Like, literally so many people around me friends family members who have dealt with sexual abuse um, in any way, shape, or form were triggered during this time. So for anybody that's listening, if you were dealing with anything, just please know that we are here. If you want to just talk, um, there are other outlets. At this point, you might want to you know, visit your therapist or write in your journal or whatever it is to get that out. Because I know with social media times, this network program you are just seeing so many things over and over things that probably remind you of your situation so I can only imagine I can only feel for you um during this time but that really was it just was so disheartening it's just the man. the yeah. the signs though should really teach people and that's why I was like because I it was one particular person a Howard alum actually um, a male black man who um I thought was a friend of mine or an associate at least, I just can no longer associate with because 
this man had the nerve to tweet out, um, I don't y'all keep that same energy. I, I just can't tear a black man down, but y'all keep that same energy when um, these other Hollywood producers and whoever and the, some quarterback he named um, are on the same shit. And I'm just like, they all this is need not, to go to yeah, jail. This is period. not about <laughs> a black man. This is about a man manipulating black women. Period. And black women, girls. Gl- girls, excuse me, because they weren't women. He's being singled out right now, and the, there's more to come, I'm but that sure. Whole, and then go back to the sparkle thing, because the, the court shit, that little girl's family sold her out. She sold check. herself she out. She sold herself out. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's were they threatened? Like, obviously it was for the check too, but like were they threatened? That's what I'm saying. Well, that, like in, all, in a lot of these situations. You are watching yourself family, getting peed on. The family is pimping them out, which I am just like, okay. The fact that her dad continued to work with him after the case, and then the fact that they her own basically dad, turned bro. on his he turned on um his own sister. Basically, it said no. That wasn't her. Yeah. Well, her other brother. Her I, yeah. Her other brother-in-law got on the got and on then, the stand. And then the family never came. And and but they talk about in these. Um, I understand in the sense of like trying to protect her or try to make it confidential and keep her privacy and you know in that sense of maybe she was embarrassed and whatnot. I understand that half of it, but at the same time, like. For it's a father out. to see this, yes, for a father to see this. I'm killing you. Yeah. Period. There's On something site, that has bro. to go off. Like, for a father to see this, you sh- you have to be like, no, he needs to get his. Period. But Not see, to just let this man continue on and continue to make money. And- but see, in these later episodes, they talked about how he was threatening the girl. The girl, um, Azriel, which is one of the young ladies that he, you know, has Still with has. him now or whatever. Um, and her parents... They basically they were in the included in the BuzzFeed article that yeah, came out a couple years ago, and the, her first encounter was her parents in the year of twenty whatever the fuck fifteen took her to an R Kelly concert for the dad's birthday, like they went Wait, together I think that as was a family. And they then... went together as a family, mm-hmm. and wh- why y'all are even going to an R Kelly concert after all of this shit has come out is just ridiculous in in the first fucking place or whatever but then to say that he wanted to pull my the daughter on stage ain't no way my daughter is going on stage no, with R. Kelly there's no fucking way absolutely, absolutely not. not absolutely not it's not happening but they talk about how you know later on you know because there were other instances where after that whole stage incident you know her mom was like I called you know it was one night she wasn't home at the time that she was supposed to be home so I call her and ask her where she's at and she says oh you know they're from Orlando she says oh I'm in Kissimmee with at a hotel with R. Kelly and they got in his ass about that but then continued to let her work with them thinking well as long as one of us are there you know this won't happen to my child no then you accept it don't matter who you accept an excuse to say oh well we're gonna get a guardian from the label fuck the guardian they sent their other daughter they sent their other child up there to to watch over her you send two daughters into the lion's den or whatever and what happened when, when what, shit started going supposed to be like an artist too no no, no no like so she was the going the, to visit her sister no yeah. i'm saying the sister that was oh with yeah him. She, was she was a singer dancer yeah mm-hmm, all that stuff and, and so, that's why i say to families pimping them out like oh he's gonna do this and do that for me like no there's another way he is not the I only way not the only say, way that's what i'm saying yeah it's not the only way and i won't even necessarily say that they're pimping them out they're just dumb they're just they're just blinded to the fact of what this person can do 
do for for their child. That's what I'm or saying. Or whatever. I because I, I, I think in the the Sparkle situation, that was like a the, the, her actual family. Sparkle could have put her niece on. No, she couldn't at have. that time. No, she couldn't have. R. Kelly was way bigger than Sparkle. Absolutely, but I mean, you she were still was, in the industry. Yeah, but that was her end. R. Kelly was her end. I get that. R. Kelly was just, her way. She didn't have no. That was in her mind the best yeah. situation because he was the nigga that was on top. Period. Like so, I, I'm. So, I do think that Sparkle should have had better discernment in that situation, but she didn't, and that, and she's obviously still to this day does not feel good about that so i'm not blame i blame that girl's parents and the family because it's like not only did y'all take it to trial you made your own sister look dumb and then y'all went out but that that wasn't the point the point is and each circumstance is very different but in the beginning since r kelly has has been doing this which is i mean for fucking ever you have proven that you specifically seek out certain girls like he wouldn't have sought out one of us he sees out certain 15, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old girls that are extremely naive. They have a dream. They know that he's um, they, that he can provide something for them, be it money, be it a, a chance. And then he he starts to show those little power moves. Call me daddy. Do this. Do that. And then at that point, out. they told the girl's sister then after also, shit popped off in the studio, and they they literally dragged the girl's sister out the studio because she said she was pulling her sister out. Like, come on, let's go. And R. Kelly was pulling her sister. Like, no, you stay your ass here. Mm -hmm. And so he they got his they threw her in a van, dropped her off in the alley behind the McDonald's, and said, "You if you say anything, we we're." Kill, like threatening her family, threatening her, like her parents, and everything. And so, of course, that put the like. Yeah. So when she went back home and told her parents, she didn't tell them, or she and she and Initially, when she did, yeah. she yeah she downplayed it. She was like, oh, it wasn't that serious. Maybe I I blew it out of proportion and stuff like that. He sits up here and has these girls sign contracts that have false accusations, saying that they've done things so that he could use it against them. It's like insurance. That's what one of the employees well, yeah. said, yeah. that, you know, he'll have a contract Spot saying that you or your parents stole money from me or you stole this from me and that from me and and, and they signed it. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's like, it's this intimidation. My, you know, the young lady last are, night said we had sex. It was consensual, but it was consent by intimidation. And consent by intimidation is not, not consent. consent. Right. Which one was that? This was the young lady Kiki who was who suing him for, um, for giving her herpes. Uh, Which one? This is, uh, I forget The her Lisa Van No, mm -mm. she was literally on the last part of last of the last part. The kind of brown skin Dark girl? Dark skin girl. That she had, had a the gray house? dress. No. Went to the one that went to the house? No. Mm -mm. She was young. She was young. Because he, wow. then he took her, they were in a hotel together. He said, oh, I want you to meet somebody. And the girl whose um, parents are looking for her, the girl who was on TMZ or whatever, he took her down to a room to meet with her. Like, oh, I Joc want y'all to get Joycelyn. to know Joycelyn. Joycelyn is like still with him. Joycelyn like is still with him. Thank God. And then to see Dominique. Dominique and her mom going to basically rescue her mm -hmm. from him. And to see at the end, you know, you read in where they are now, to see at the mm -hmm. end that she went back to him after three, three days. days. After mm -hmm. three days with her mom, she she's went back. back with him. Now she's back with her mom. Like, this, so this is, is a real mind, mind fuck. Mm -hmm type shit you know what i'm saying like what her I mom said to herself r kelly is a drug at the same time though 
like there are several situations, like I said, I definitely blame the parents, but then when it came to like these older people or after the fact, like you said, okay, I wouldn't be taking my child to an R. Kelly concert knowing that, okay, yeah, years ago, even in the documentary, they said people almost felt as if, you know, even the some of the music journalists, um, they were like, you know, oh, people almost felt as if it was erased or people forgot about it after he was acquitted from those charges. So if you really think about the timeline, people really kind of, you know, they had those uh, piss on you uh, jokes yeah. and all of that. And then it was kind of swept under the rug after he came out with uh, remix to ignition and stepping in that put love. all that shit out. He put that in the afterwards. midst of the trial, in the midst exactly. of the in the charges. So it was it was it was strategic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So people immediately forgot about that. I said all of that to say all of these like super fans after the fact. Like I just kind of don't understand. Um, as far as the girl who was 33 years old that yeah. lived in Atlanta, like I I mean I still feel for you, but at the same time, sis. You put yourself in the situation. But you that were goes fishing back to him that. knowing who, who to target, target. Yeah. and At testing you in different ways. Blame is not where, placed on nobody. Yeah. But R. I'm Kelly not, yeah. and the people in his circle who are grabbing the other girls and enabling that. I don't blame. Mm. I don't. I can't place the blame on if you, but you're the girls nor their parents. Out. That's what. I, that's. I don't agree with the fact that you're seeking out for this. Like. You've you've seen these accusations come up because she met him in the more recent years, the one that's thirty three years old, and then I also mean, the people, one who followed him in the court situation. Now the court situation, girl, she was younger, and I'm not making any excuses. I'm just saying like some of this stuff is like okay, but people, you have to think people and then are just, just like with the wife. I'm like okay, people like, just you know what the fuck care. was going on in your people house. People literally did not care. There, you they, didn't. We, we didn't care. Yeah. We were listening to Step in the Name of Love. We, you said this the last yeah. time that we talked about R. Kelly True. before this came right. out that we we literally were still going to listen to R. Kelly, exactly. whatever, whatever. And you you uh, and millions of other people were thinking the same exactly. thing. Just like that girl went to his court case and she genuinely believed that he wasn't, you know, I don't know that that was that in my mind, I wouldn't do that. But for somebody who's young and naive or somebody who's just fucking naive and they see this like character, you know, who is somewhat they're so charming, connected to they're this so music. connected to the music, they think he's so fu such, such a fucking genius. And Amanda Seals actually talked about that um, on her Instagram today today about like how she doesn't feel like, <laughs> I believe I can fly in like all these records with like that genius. I can't necessarily, he made You Are Not Alone and You Are Not Alone is a great record, period. It's a, it's a great song. A lot of his songs are great songs, but that doesn't mean he's a fucking he. He's a genius, like and everything should be dismissed. He is so. Yeah. Speaking on the court case, because I wanted to touch on this too. It's so many people who, you know, even her parent, one of the girl's parents, um, were like, "Yeah, we knew about the court case, but he was found innocent." People, As black people. Parents. Y'all, we know the justice system is fucking right. fucked up. We know firsthand. Why the fuck do y'all be having all this faith in the justice system when people get proved innocent? It's like it's like you want to pick and choose. Mm -hmm. Oh well, uh, OJ was never convicted, so fucking George Zimmerman was never convicted, but we know he killed Trey Zavon. Casey Anthony was never convicted, but we know she killed her child. You can't, don't sit up here and put this false false faith into the justice system and the decisions that these jurors and these, you know, prosecutors and, and judges and shit make when we know this shit is fucked up. He literally has police officers on the payroll. Mm, yeah. Mm. 
Y'all want to have all which, this faith in the justice system thin, now uh, when it comes to defending R. Kelly. Fuck bro, y'all, bro. The brother is getting evicted, so... That, he already got evicted, yeah, but that's cool. not stopping shit. He got evicted out the Johns Creek house Who, because R. R. Kelly, but in another house in Atlanta, I think in, like, Lithonia, because, yeah. you know, these concerts and these shows are getting canceled and it's affecting his livelihood, which is great or whatever, but he ain't doing nothing but just taking that shit up to Chicago where shit is safe for him anyway because he got people looking out for him. Mm-hmm. The young lady, the police up here, it was so sad to see uh, Azriel's parents literally standing outside the studio. Dominique, the girl who got away, told them Azriel is there in Chicago at the studio. They outside the studio with the police, like, can we do a wellness check? They're like, if he, if nobody is willing to open the door, we can't go in. Which is crazy. When I tell you, there's literally nothing that would be able to stop me from going in that building. I'm driving a car through that bitch. I'm setting that bitch on fire so the fire department can come and bring everybody ass out. I'm doing whatever the fuck I got to do to get my child out. Some people just not built the same, bro. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and very I get unfortunate that. situation for those girls. It's a very unfortunate situation for the rest of their lives and any child or relationships that they have or want to have in the future because. Never, but I was, You'll never be whole. I was, it made me happy to see, like, when we were, they were going through, you know, the stories of where these women are um, at the end, that a lot of these women are married with children. So it made me happy to see, okay, like, they end up, to, you were able to recover from this. You know, the, um, the young lady, I think her name was, like, Lisa Van, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, she was saying, you know, like, I'm not a, I don't consider myself a victim, victim anymore. I'm a survivor or whatever. But I just really, after finishing it last night, it just really put a lot of concern in my heart for the girls who are still with him because I know that you're, they're experiencing that rage firsthand right now. And to know that he's still out here doing these things and and it's like, how? Like, how can we convict him? Like, how? Like, there has to be a way. Mm -hmm. You just feel so helpless because it's like, what the fuck can we do? Mm -hmm. She did that. Yeah. The Regina Golden King. Globes are on tonight. She does look good, honey, and she deserves good everything. Good as hell. Come on, Regina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it went out. Yeah, we can wrap that up, though. Yeah. John David look a little crusty tonight. Let me I don't see know about this haircut. Oh, man. He looking a little. Mm. Yeah, he ain't looking good tonight. <laughs> he ain't looking good tonight. John, John, John David. David. <laughs> John David. John David Washington. <laughs> he looking a little crusty tonight. I don't oh. know what. Where what's lacking, John? You know you should let your daddy just give you that little. He line. looking like he fresh out. Oh, no. Fresh out. The Golden Globes oh, are on right now. So John David, John David, John, John David, David. <laughs> not looking too fresh. But yeah, that's it on that. Um, yeah. Can't really pray for every all of the these young ladies involved. And hopefully y'all come to the realization that Chance the Rapper has and realizing that he just didn't really give a fuck about black women at the, at the point in time that he worked with R. Kelly. Maybe a lot of folks need to do some some deep digging and self-reflection. Um and you know, figure this shit out. And I hope and pray that we can get this nigga out of the bank. <sighs> yeah, um, I pray for R. Kelly as well to find himself. He I'm needs sorry to get that, some help. That um, I'll be the one to say it. I don't care. But I do think that I feel for him and his family and what they were going through because all of his brothers were probably molested. Mm-hmm. He was well, molested. A few of them said allegedly. That. The, the allegedly one. they were saying that the older sister was the one that was doing the molesting. I can believe it. Well, 
R. Kelly admitted that it was family members. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, Chicago is just it, it's one of those areas. But the South is, you know, we brought all of that. It's just a lot. It's a lot of, like, trauma that has carried on. It is a lot of generational, generational in the black trauma community. in yeah. our community. Um, in communities in general, but definitely in our communities where we don't even talk about it. So I charge those of you, um, like I said, if you're experiencing right now just, like, the backlash of... Uh, just being triggered from all of this. Like, I charge you to talk to your family. If you're raising children, to talk to your children. Because I know I come from a home. Uh, my mom worked in a psychiatric uh, children's facility most of her career as a nurse. And she would always ask me questions. If I went yes. over a friend's house that had a dad or a brother, most likely I probably wouldn't be there. I was about to say, One, ain't no spinning in two, two, if I did go, are you? What, did anybody... Like it's questions, yep. and I'm she's asking me at early ages, not not because you know not at ten, eleven, twelve. At that point, it's too late. Like this man was being abused at seven. Some people uh, come out and say they've been abused. Where that girl, the girl who that's the reason she why she said four, eight, she six, four, and, six eight. and eight. That's the reason why she felt like she could relate to him like you yeah. know what I mean like that's the reason why she felt like so close to him it's just it's too much it's generational so trauma so I just am praying for everybody out there that's dealing with stuff like that and for those of you that are raising children please talk to your kids um moving along though we did a, get a question from our girlfriend I know we're kind of wrapping up but we got a question from a girlfriend yes who I got it basically um go ahead Nick. she just wants to know um if we have ever done a show on breakups. And so we wanted to go ahead and touch on breakups and the proper way to do it or, or what, has worked for, yeah, what has worked for us in the past or what hasn't worked. And yeah, her qu- real question was, um, cause she, we had a conversation kind of back and forth, but her real question was, uh, is there a, is there a healthy breakup? It, does that exist? Is that an, an actual thing? Can you break up with someone in a healthy way? Um, I think you can, once, but there requires a certain level of maturity to do that on both parties mm-hmm. in order to have like a healthy breakup. But I think that breaking ties with anything is a little unhealthy because it probably, the situation itself is probably toxic and it, um, to begin with, it's just why you're breaking up. So I don't know if you can call that healthy, but I think the manner of which you do that is what she's asking. So have you guys experienced or you ladies experienced a time, or do you have any suggestions for how to have a healthy breakup? I don't, because I just ignore these niggas, and that's why they don't exist. <laughs> I was going to so say something similar. Something he similar. has no advice. I mean, it, it, it's no hard, advice. though. It's hard. When you care about people or you care about someone, um, it's super hard, especially in the beginning, um, when you're initially kind of trying to come to the realization, okay, this is over, this is done, this is the person that I used to talk to every day, and then that's not going to happen anymore. I say the the best way to really do it is to completely just rip Cut the Band-Aid off. off. You have to just really, it's going to hurt, but, you know, you have to just, mm-hmm. if you when you're done done, you have to be done done, and mm-hmm. you have to stop. Don't leave no crack in the door. Mm-mm. Don't leave no, oh, I'm just wondering, or... You need to, it needs to be unfollowed on, on social media. You don't need to be watching Do you them. have to unfollow? That's my question. Do you have me to unfollow personally, on social media? Okay, so me personally, that has helped because, okay, we as women, and I, I'll just be honest and say I've done it. Like, even in my most recent relationship, I'll go back and just be on some what nosy shit. Like, mm-hmm. what are they doing? Let me mm-hmm. go check. Blah, blah, blah. But that's that's not a healthy way to do it because you're not fully making yourself kind of 
purge. Like you, yeah. you have to like. It's like a drug. It is like I mean, but anything. It takes twenty one days to form a habit. Mm -hmm. So if you've been talking to someone, you get used to that. You get used to oh, I wonder how they doing, or oh, let me see, or damn, I haven't heard from them, or damn, why he not hitting me up? Why he so you know okay with not hitting me up? So mm -hmm. yes, you have to completely. To me, it helps to completely rip the bandaid off, unfollow. You don't need to go back and check. You know, once you're fully over it, then maybe you can, you know, follow them again or whatever. But you don't need to, like, just unconscious. Because you'll unconsciously be checking on them. Right. And you don't need to do that. Yeah, you know, I think I mute. did. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. If you don't want to unfollow, you can mute folks on the gram and stuff, too. I so unfollow, too. I'm a I'm But I'm personally, I'm personally I'm partial to the block. <laughs> um, that's my favorite Listen. thing to do. My block and report is spam. Okay, did, get them out did, the paint completely. Did. They don't need social media. Yeah, I, <laughs> I personally will have to agree with um, unfollowing. Fortunately, my last situation was a um, a situation that where, where they have a private page. So, like, even if I wanted to go and look, I can't see anything. Thankfully, mm -hmm. so it's just like, oh, perfect. Like, I really don't have to see you at all. Exactly. Um, but. I think too to that point is like it is not. I don't think that is a necessarily a healthy thing um, that you can you can have like a healthy breakup in general. Um, just because like for me at least, yeah, you go to you go to talking to somebody for twenty four seven or staying with somebody twenty four seven or being up under them, but thinking you know, not just about yourself and thinking about somebody else, and then you realize that yeah, yeah considering somebody else. Now you realize that every day, like, oh, I kind of got to move the way I've been moving. Yeah. yeah, like by myself prior to me being in this relationship. So you start thinking about all those things and all those factors. You're just like, okay, this is really challenging. I think at the end of the day, you just know it's going to be hard. Um, but yeah, rip the Band-Aid off, sis. One, another thing is um, that has kind of helped, and not to say that you want to dwell on anything negative, but you need to think on why did I do this? You know what I'm saying? Why are we not together? And, and those things will kind of help you through. It's like, okay, ultimately, it may be small things. Well, like, you know what? He didn't even like going to church, and I need somebody that's going to motivate me to go to church. Think about um, all, yes. He didn't, we really, we ultimately didn't even want the same thing. I wanted to be married. He didn't want to be married. Right. Um, I didn't like, I didn't like the, our, our direction I like of the, our finances are different. Like, yeah. I, I, we, I didn't I, like these habits that he had. Right. And da, 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 And that will kind of help you say, sis, this is why God removed him anyway. Exactly. And this is why it didn't work out. Great and point. not to say that you dwell on that, but you, that just that's kind of like you keep reminding yourself. And okay, somebody is gonna do what he what I was trying to beg him to do anyway, and they're gonna have to do that without being asked. You know, you have to kind of motivate yourself, and then that's and then you start adding on to your non-negotiables. This is what ooh, I learned ooh, in the ooh, in the ooh. most recent thing Come is on. like add to that non-negotiable. There are certain things that you were not trying to negotiate when you first got into that relationship, and now. There may be some other things that you realize, like, oh, maybe they should actually love themselves. That should be a non-negotiable. Mm, yeah. Maybe should, they should actually have a relationship and some Those sort of Those red faith. flags will go that off is a way earlier. Non exactly. That's a non-negotiable. Um, maybe they should communicate well without me having to ask. That's a non-negotiable. You know, whatever those things may be, you start to calculate those things and you keep them in the back of your mind and your subconscious and you know moving forward when you decide to date again that you can um, already know, like, in that first initial conversation, like, oh, okay, you're not even with the shits. And then you kind of kind of call yourself. You allow. Exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say, you kind of call yourself out a little bit because it'll be like, 
damn, sis, like, I kind of lower my standards a little bit in this section and this section, and I'm not compromising anymore. No. So this is kind of like, you got to come to the table with this. And it's not necessarily being picky because, of course, it's always going to be compromising a relationship. But at the same time, yeah, there's there non that are non-negotiable. And I think and that, you know, I also believe that you should really, in the time of reflection post-breakup, you should really sit down and evaluate yourself as well. What things did I do that I that made me step out of character in some instances um, where maybe you got into some arguments you can think back on and be like, you know, that's not like me. What could I have done better? But some of the things that he or she may have said to you, saying that you are this, that, and third to your character, like is that something that you is becoming of you? Is that Did you react to that way because of that person? Um, just like really evaluate yourself during that time too and just give yourself time. Don't immediately jump. I know for me, I immediately try to jump into a different situation or try to immediately start dating again or, you know, to put myself out there. You think that that's healthy. That's not healthy. So just give yourself the time to be by yourself, be alone, um, to write, to talk to yourself or whatever it is, pray, meditate, whatever helps you. But I do think that that time and space to yourself is going to be the healthiest for to you. To yourself. Mm -hmm. Also. It's not healthy to go jumping on some other shit like ASAP. Like some, I know a lot of females and males. You know, they try to help themselves get over the last person With by jumping else. on something else. Rebound, and it's not good. Yeah, no, the rebound terrible. method is not good or it's not healthy at all. Yeah, because yeah, for a lot of reasons, you you do need that time. Your your me time. You need. How long time. do you think that? I mean, I guess it's based upon the person, but well, at least for me in this last situation, it was very easy for me to. Um, Probably because you realize halfway, some a man told me that this, you were actually, dealing with. You realize halfway into your relationship that you it ain't it if y'all are about to break up. Like you realize halfway in that this is probably not it, but you stick in for another half just to see if there's some resolve. You don't want to feel like you gave up, right? You don't want to, you know, you want to, you don't want the person to feel like you gave up on them, especially if it's like personal situations. It's exactly. Like, oh, especially as a woman, just us being nurturing is like, oh, I don't want him to feel like I'm added to the three thousand people who turned it back on him, and uh, I'm gonna be the one that's I. gonna e. help him out. Andrea and R. Kelly. Oh, she said the same shit. Well, that Yikes. was some manipulation on his part too. Because, Definitely, yeah. but and yeah. men do that though. Yeah. Men do that, and yeah. who are not are or Kelly. some in some unknowing manipulation. It's kind of like, oh, we do feel sorry in a nurturing aspect. Exactly. Well, Charlotte um, told she Carrie can. on Sex in the City after mm. Big, she and Big broke up the second time after he wanted to uh, meet his mom at the church house. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Um, Charlotte told Carrie that it takes half the time of the length of your relationship to get over that person. Um, I can't relate, but um, you know, maybe it, that's I, a metric y'all can work off of. Continue, because y'all are giving some really great <laughs> advice to the people. Um, so we, I do think that that's like, a good metric know. system to go off of, because I know for me, in my pre, not my previous, but a relationship from the past, it did take me a good amount of time to get over that completely. I did date in, in the midst of that. I did, you know, spend some time with myself in the midst of all of that. But it did take me a good year and some change mm -hmm. to get over a like two to not, three year relationship. That's not a lot. A year is not a long time, and and that's a lot of women. And men, hell, are afraid to be by yourself. Oh, and men especially, and, and men especially are needy as fuck. And y'all don't want to seem like y'all don't. Y'all don't want to seem like y'all are. Need nobody. But you are needy as fuck. You just gotta have somebody Bro. up under you, or you Clingy. gotta just say you have somebody. It, no, cut out. 
cut, cut out, out all, all of that. Delete all that shit. Right. So it's so important. The me time and those and the self reflection, just like you do when this damn new year came and the reflection of the, the past, you need to reflect on that past relationship, what went wrong, what went right, and decide your non negotiables. Moving on. Yeah, I would say, but I would say you at least need to give yourself two to three months minimum. Before you jump into something serious, I mean, I oh, say yeah, you go on some dates, something serious, but don't jump back into no, nothing don't jump serious. into nothing serious for like the next six months. Honestly, I mm-hmm. think personally, I was you can to be date, nice. you can date, you can do you do you, but I definitely think for six months, you just could really use that time because six months is really not a long time. It's not, you know, right. and and then I'd be thinking about it like you know, life is so short though. <laughs> so if you want to go fuck somebody, ride, you I can say, do that. ride around <laughs> and get it, ride around and get it. If you need to hop on real quick, that's your because they be so real, especially if you used to that regular degular. Listen, dick. I had to do me a little, you know what I'm saying, a little search. Listen, I'm still in the drought. Y'all that. pray for me. Lay me on Listen, the altar. Um, I am still. Shit, I'm dead. I'm still I'm in the drought. I'm going through drought three. There's, there's dust <laughs> that emits. Sometimes I wake up and it's because my pussy just be coughing at night. Um, <laughs> I'm dry. If it's like Phoenix, Arizona, please. <laughs> Um, like, please, Erica, please. Listen. Procure some dick for me. I be like, no. Listen, because you don't want to just give her anything. You can't. Exactly. That's why you just take you a nice little visit. Yeah, I thought I was playing the other week, but I had to take That's me a nice little visit. That's what I want for my visit. birthday. Speaking of. Mm. Your birthday coming up. Your anniversary coming up. My birthday is coming up in a few weeks. Anniversary is coming up, too. What we doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, my birthday oh, and the girlfriend's is. birthday. I was just saying anniversary as in birthday, but wow. Oh, yeah. Our anniversary Girlfriend's is, is coming, up. coming up. But too. yeah, I'm going to uh, throw my uh, Amazon wish list in the girlfriend's link in the bio. We'll, um, we'll get you a, young, a little. I take a little jangling. Jangling, jangling. Yeah, we'll put your cash app up on the, in the yeah, stories. Put my cash app up. Give me some, That's give me some Zalas. Buy me a drink. Zalas. I'm well, moving along. To get my nails done, but buy me a drink. Just moving along. No, but to, what I was gonna say, oh, I didn't finish my statement. Sorry. But we can move my along. Bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just talking about before. Don't be afraid to go get your little toys. Period. Oh, yeah. I just want to be straight. Which forward. is into the girls' room. Mm-hmm. The oh. girls' room. The girls' room. Oh yeah. Yes, so what you you went to our favorite spot, or would you go to get yours? Oh yeah, I did go back to our spot. We went there. We did we make an episode? No, we didn't make an episode. It was a but video. We just video afterwards. Yes, yeah. Yes. No, we did talk about it. On the oh yeah, episode. we talked about it. Yeah, but what is it called? After the fact, Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo Valentino. Valentino. Yes, girl, I found out some interesting things on that trip. My last trip because I just had a really good. Um, sales associate honey and he was just really out there and he just gave me all the knowledge and whatnot and he just had me going laughing whatever but he just told me a lot of information about like, the Tokyo Valentine that apparently Valentino. Valentino Valentine you know oh, down there Valentine. downstairs they got like yes yeah. yeah I did not know that he was like yeah honey because that's why we had to keep the music up and we had to keep this because i was talking about how it smells in there i was like what kind of candles it smells really good yeah, in it's there. very clean in it's there. very clean and inviting um in the upstairs store area and so he was saying he was telling informing me that um yeah they have to where they have free, certain days where it's free for ladies but yeah you can go downstairs and there's people basically fucking 
Interesting. Yeah. In different rooms or people. There's pull a up whole another like club like out mm-hmm. like Gwinnett. I, I never knew like that, that things like this existed. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard about things like this happens in Vegas or whatever. They have like swinger clubs and whatnot. Oh, but no. people really they pay to watch people don't getting down. Mm-hmm. And I ain't know that. But yeah, apparently city, under this store, under this toy store, there is the sex room. This boom boom Into room. Yes, he was like, they keep it smelling good and clean upstairs because, um, you know, they didn't want the smells coming up and then people to know. I'm like, yeah. then he was trying to tell me all the deals. I'm like, oh, I'm not going down there. He like, oh, Wednesdays they have ladies night. Da, da, da. I'm like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm What's ladies good? night mean? Nobody girls free. On this. Ooh. No, girls are free. Girls apparently. free to get in, girl. Uh-uh. Um, well, yes, well we were trying to actually respond to all of the topics y'all asked about <laughs> <laughs> that we didn't even look at on the post. Shout out to Lay for putting that um, up on our page a while ago. Yeah. Um, but someone did ask about stretch, stretch marks, marks, what to do to get rid of stretch marks. And Sister Neek did a little research. But yeah, so for one, we were going to say that we are not uh, experts at this and my stretch marks are still here. I think they're beautiful. Same, bro. And I think that they're natural. So, you know, I have some stripes on my ass. And I'm pretty sure I have some, some on my boobs. I got some tiger paws on my titties. Low key. You can't really see them. I'm fat. So they're everywhere. Like, <laughs> I'm dead. But it's not, it's not because you're fat. It's because of when you lose or when you gain weight. You get fucking tight. I have from... I didn't have stretch marks at first. But when I started toning, I got mm. stretch marks. And like... You know, just in general, when your yeah. skin pulls and it tugs, it's gonna, that's going to happen. And I think it's pretty natural. But mm-hmm. if you're interested in um, getting rid of them, of you know, my suggestion is going to be Palmer's Cocoa Butter. Yes, we've we've heard about that for years and years on end. Um, pregnant or not, hit that Palmer's. I also, uh, like I said, did a little research, uh, bio oil. I've, I've heard that it's good for, you know, dark spots also on your face. But um, apparently you can apply that to your stress marks as well. And there's different oils out there. So I think it's going to be a trial and error situation, girlfriend. But um, I would definitely suggest, yeah, the cocoa butters and the uh, bio oil. And bio oil is like, the really good ones are like $10. It's really not that expensive. So it's worth giving that a try if you're, you know, worried about that. Lovely. Yeah, I'm I'm over here laughing because somebody said, "Fuck R. Kelly." Where's where is our taxes? <laughs> Period. Period. That's a mess. That's a mess. At the IRS. That is a mess. That damn Donald Trump won't approve that damn budget. Anyways, neither here nor there. The world is still some shit, but 2019 is looking pretty bright. So I hope y'all are having a great start to your year. Are there, are there any more girls' room tips? Are we finished, sister? No, senior no tips, yeah. yeah, that's pretty she much push the push the on out of here. It's getting, it's, it's getting warm, actually, but which is weird. Seventy degrees today. Seventy. Because usually, because usually in um in Atlanta it starts to get cold around this time. Yeah, it should yeah. be cold already, honey. But mm-hmm. you know, global warmings. It's gonna sound bad, but I was like, "Ooh, if this could be like, if it could be like this on my birthday, like that would be dope." So it'd be freezing cold on mine. I mean, girl, you used to having a spring birthday. Let me have my one warm birthday. I'm not used to. I'm. Ha- I have winter or spring. I don't have a consistent. It's okay, but see, mine is always rain. consistently cold as fuck. Let me have one warm one. You good? You gonna be all right? No, my right. birthday is always well. shitty <laughs> weather. Or I'm taking a test. Yes, it's true. Well, it's the worst. But anyways. Happy, uh, happy New whatever, Year's. New Year, happy whatever day it is. 
uh, Wednesday. And uh, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in. As always, if you do have questions, see, we answering some. Hey, Ooh, new year, new us, finally. Girlfriends, the podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up or you can slide them DMs like y'all been doing. Thank you very much for that um, on Twitter and Instagram at Girlfriends Pod. Or you can like us on Facebook and, you know, slide in the messages or whatever there at Girlfriends Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe um, so that you can get notifications when we drop new episodes because y'all know sometimes we might skip a little week or something like that. So, <laughs> but anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, catch up and subscribe and what else am I going to say? Oh, rate us. Give us five stars and comments. So we look at our comments and we want to know how we can improve or what you like best about the show. And hit us up um, when y'all want the next live recording. Maybe we'll do a poll on Instagram or something to see when y'all want the next live recording. I think recording, maybe the recording. live recording should be for the anniversary. Possibly. It's our anniversary. That's, that's a real close. Maybe though. at the top of February. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll figure little, it out. But just a little Valentine. Know. Maybe a little Galentine's Day edition of Girlfriends Live. That would be cute. That would be mm -hmm. real cute. All right. Thanks, Thank y'all. Bye bye.